Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We lost him. We lost him. Ron Popeil. Dead. At the age of 86. Sad news. I mean, he was the infomercial queen. Now, it doesn't say what he died of. He was rushed to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles with a severe medical emergency. And he was surrounded by loved ones. I mean, the guy was a monster, right? I mean, according to this, the Showtime Rotisserie and Barbecue made more than a billion dollars in domestic sales, setting all-time records for QVC. Born in 1935. And he, you know, was Mr. Infomercial. Uh, I loved it. I was, you know, Mr. Microphone. Hello. Hey, good looking. We'll be back to pick you up later. But I was looking at the Ronco.com website, and it looks like they only have, uh, you know, they don't have every product ever developed and sold by Ron Popeil. They still have the Ronco Showtime Classic Rotisserie in black. The Platinum Digital Rotisserie, 170 bucks. The Ronco Pocket Fisherman, still available, $29.99. Then they have the Stainless Steel Rotisserie, $170. The Classic Rotisserie Stainless Steel is $150. They have these Easy Store Rotisserie. That's Stainless Steel. That's $180, the Easy Store. Ooh. The Easy Store Red Rotisserie, that's 180 The Modern Rotisserie Black, 159 The Ronco 5-Tray Turbo Easy Store Dehydrator, $69.99. The Ronco 5-Tray Beef Jerky Machine, 50 bucks, And the Ronco 5-Tray Classic Dehydrator. I feel like I had the Classic Dehydrator at one point in my life. And the Set It and Forget It, uh, I had that. I mean, if you look at all their products, it's just, I mean, the guy was incredible. I was looking at the ronpopeel.com site. Okay, so the guy's got a Guinness World Record. I'm already jealous. All right, I'm already jealous. His Guinness World Record was set in October of 2011 for the largest collection of olive oil bottles. What? Come on. All right, so he's got the largest collection of olive oil bottles, 2,440. They belong to Ron Popeil in Beverly Hills, California. Congratulations. Congratulations. He has a Consumer Digest Award. He's got... uh, He's got the best, it says this on his website. I mean, I don't know that this is something to be proud of, but he's that's on his website. Best overall rotisserie oven, Wall Street Journal. I mean, hello. The 9 out of 10 stars Ronco rotisserie oven by Good Housekeeping. I don't know what more you want. He is in the Direct Response Magazine Hall of Fame. So there you have it. Ron Popeil. (sighs) 
sad news, sad news, we lost him at 86 years of age. Ron Popeil, dead. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. You know, we also lost Dusty Hill from ZZ Top, the bassist. I know, sad. He was 72, which in today's world, 72 just doesn't seem like a death age. Really, does it? I know. If you don't die in your 40s and you you figure you're going to make it to at least, you know, late 80s, 90s, right? But 72 feels like you should still be kicking. Now, he died at home, according to the announcement, and they didn't give a cause of death. But very sad news. ZZ Top. I mean, they're a huge band, right? I mean, they sold... I mean, it says in this story, selling more than 50 million albums. I would have bet, you know, 100 million albums, but 50 million is okay. I remember seeing ZZ Top at a concert, I don't know, 100 years ago in the great state of Ohio. And uh, in Toledo, Ohio, by the way, and uh, ACDC opened up for him. I think the King Bees were on that ticket as well. I mean, 100 years ago, I, I don't remember, but... Uh, I do remember that ACDC came out and ZZ Top was the headliner. And ACDC came out and I mean, they cranked for an hour. Just, it was non-stop. There was no slow, hello, how you doing? It was, ladies and gentlemen, ACDC, go. And they went for an hour. And then ZZ Top came out and it was... I mean, it felt, I mean, it was fine. You know, they were playing uh, the hits and the songs, but it was just after ACDC, you're worn out. And I feel like that was on purpose. (laughs) Uh, Okay, you're going to be the headliner and you want to be Mr. Muscle? Okay, fine. We'll go before you, but you're not going to like it. And that's what happened. Anyway, Dusty Hill, uh, sad news, passed away at the age of 72. One of the members of ZZ Top. I still remember uh, Billy Gibbons, the other one of the guitarists from uh, ZZ Top. Uh, he well, played the father of the one character in Bones, so he used to do some appearances in the TV show Bones when it was really big. So if you have an opportunity to ever go back and see some of the old Bones, I'm not sure. I don't remember what season it was. I mean, that was that show lasted a long time, so it had to have been. <laughs> it had to have been uh, one season 25 or something like that. I mean, that show was on a long time. So, yeah, it says you're season 10. Season 10 of Bones. Holy cow. Huge, huge show at the time. And it was always cool that it was, you know, surprise. Oh, my gosh, your dad is, is Billy Gibbons. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Anyway, rest in peace, Dusty and, you know. Sad news. So this story, these stories make the rounds ever so often. And I think, I don't know that I believe them. Okay. So this lady posted that earlier today, uh, I was uh, harassed uh, for breastfeeding. And it said, you know, the title is woman gets shamed for breastfeeding son in public. Thousands of people stand up for her. Well, yeah, if you say that and you believe that that happened, you're going to stand up for it. I just find it hard to believe that in today's world, 
breastfeeding in public is a social taboo. Um, no way. No way. When's the last time that you went out and someone was breastfeeding? And I know it feels like a long time ago since nobody was really out during COVID. They weren't taking their babies out to restaurants and stores shopping with them during this you know, pandemic. But when is the last time you were out in public and saw someone breastfeeding and either A, complained, went out of your way to stare at them to make them feel uncomfortable, maybe not complained, but told them, hey, what are you doing, man? Cover up or go in another room or you had a waiter or waitress come up and say, no, you need to, you can't do that here. I, I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe. Now, this lady said she was enjoying a meal at a restaurant when her baby started showing signs of hunger. So I began to breastfeed at the table. Another woman began to shame her with her eyes, darting looks of disgust. Now, maybe I believe that. Maybe, maybe. I believe that someone looked at you, you know, (sighs) with eyes of disgust. So? (laughs) I mean, so? You just continue and move on with your life. I mean, are we in that place in the world now? You can't even look at someone? Maybe I believe that. I don't believe anyone said anything. So she said in the moment... Faced with the decision to either feed her son or make the other woman more comfortable by covering up or stopping, I chose the former. Not only did she choose to continue to feed her child, but she faced her shamer head on and took a photo of the moment. And that's the photo of her staring at the lady. You don't see the lady, you just see her breastfeeding her child staring in another direction so i guess because of that we have to believe that it was actually true in the picture it appears i'm staring off in the distance in reality i'm staring into the eyes of a woman staring at me she's looking at me with disgust and shaking her head with judgment in an attempt to shame me and indirectly tell me without words that i am wrong and need to cover myself i mean okay i find it hard to believe i find even that hard to believe but i'll give you that somebody was looking at you with their nasty beady little eyes and you took it as it's they want me to stop breastfeeding my child and what a horrible person they are and breasts were made to sustain your baby's life before they were made to bring pleasure to any other man, woman, partner, or spouse. Their sole purpose is to make food and dispense it straight into a baby's mouth. There's nothing weird about this, and there's no difference in me feeding my baby with my breast than you feeding yourself with a spoon. I mean, yes, <laughs> you're right, Ashley. Got it. But I don't care. It's Okay, Uh, nobody told you you couldn't feed your kid. Nobody told you you had to cover yourself up or cover it up. They just, one lady happened to look at you wrong because she's some old school lady that thinks you need to do it in private. Okay, Uh, all right, fine. But I really question that this is actually the case. Maybe the lady was looking at you like, 
why don't you eat your food? It's getting cold. Or I can't believe you're breastfeeding your baby and not eating that good food in front of you. Or I can't believe you ordered that. That's God awful. Why are you eating that food and then feeding your kid? (laughs) But I just find it very, very difficult to believe that someone is being shamed for breastfeeding in public in today's world. I would say, no, I don't believe it. And you know what? I don't believe this, except I really do believe that this actually happened. The United States has seized a $1.6 million, the Epic of Gilgamesh tablet from Hobby Lobby. So Hobby Lobby buys this tablet. It's a 3,500-year-old clay tablet that bears the text of one of the world's oldest works of literature. And they purchased it in 2014 for $1.6 million. Uh, Yeah, the United States uh, went ahead and took that. I took it from, wait, what? Yeah. Uh, According to the story, the Epic of Gilgamesh came from an area of modern-day Iraq and was illegally shipped to the U.S. in 2003. That's what the Department of Justice alleged. So, uh, because it contains a portion of a poem in which the protagonist describes his dreams to his mother, was sold several times with a false letter of provenance, and Hobby Lobby purchased it at an auction hosted by Christie's for the $1.6 million dollars. Now they decide, and it was part of their museum of the Bible. And that's, you know, was funded with the family from Hobby Lobby, David Green, and the arts and crafts, uh, you know, family and the store and the whole thing. And they've got the museum of the Bible, which I have not been to. And I hear that it's really, really cool. And I would love to be able to go there. But uh, the prosecutors say that the five by six inch tablet is property of the Iraqi government and should be returned. Now, of course, Hobby Lobby cooperated with the investigation. And I it doesn't say whether they're getting their money back. <laughs> Uh, In fact, the last line of the story is, it's unclear if Hobby Lobby will recoup any of the money it paid for the tablet. Oh, okay. So according to this, hundreds of thousands of artifacts have been looted from archaeological sites throughout Iraq since the early 1990s and sold on the black market. Well, yeah. I mean, we went in there and foraged that place uh in particular uh, with the fall of sodom oh man a lot a lot but now we're saying that we're gonna give it back Mm, all right you say so but if i just spent 1.6 million you know in the last few years on a particular artifact and now you're telling me i have to give it back I think that's where we go with, uh, how about no, (laughs) no, we we're the department of justice. And, uh, we believe that, uh, that it should go back to Iraq. I sure you bought it. Uh, you bought it for, uh, you know, you you didn't even pay $2 million for it. Loser. 
and we're just going to take it and give it back to them. Okay. Uh, I, let me, on behalf of Hobby Lobby, how about no? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. And I'm still, okay, this is a brand new Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Red can, black letters with their little sticker on the side. Now more delicious. And you know what? It's not really. I'm taking a drink. (sighs) Yeah. You know what? Um, it's not. It's cold and it's good, and I like you know I like my beverages, you know, cold and and good. <laughs> but it's just not as refreshing as it once was. So Porsche is getting into the space race. I know you're thinking, wait, Porsche is getting into the space race? Yes, and I love the story. Uh, that talks about the Porsche dynasty is taking on Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk in space. And yet the picture is Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson, but whatever. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Porsche SE, the family holding company that controls Volkswagen Group, and it is now the latest big investor on a bet for space's crucial role in developing fu- future technologies. The company, controlled by the related Porsche and peach families that turned Volkswagen into a global powerhouse Wednesday <laughs> yesterday unveiled an investment into Germany's Isar Aerospace which is a space startup attempting to rival Jeff Blue Origin and Elon SpaceX with rocket production and satellite launch services okay all right so the space race is on you've got porsche jumping in you got china already building their own space station Uh, i mean we're we're we need to pick up the pace man pick up the pace according to the company the global space launch services market is expected to increase over 30 billion by 2027 i would say that that's gonna beat that easy it's probably gonna be 30 billion this year Man, I mean, Bezos is already trying to bribe NASA to launch with a couple of billion dollars. So we'll see how that works out. Now, speaking of the space race, I read yesterday an email that was sent to chewing the fat at the blaze.com from the spokesperson of the Galactic Federation who listens to the show like you. And, uh, you know, thank you. And talked about, you know, that Bezos isn't the richest man in the galaxy. He's not even the top 50. I mean, he only owns one space vessel, that kind of thing. And you can listen to the pod, yesterday's podcast uh, if you want to hear the, the full email. That's uh, the podcast from the 28th of July. Because if you're listening live today, today is the 29th of July, 2021. However, I got to thinking 
uh, this morning, you know, I need to talk to the Galactic Federation. So I emailed their spokesperson back and I said, is it possible to set up an interview with the leader of the Galactic Federation? Now, and I said that if I, if it's not possible, I would settle for the spokesperson, which would be you. Uh, but I don't know that, that that this spokesperson is the spokesperson for the entire Galactic Federation or just for the Earth Division. So I'm waiting to hear back. And uh, so you got that to look forward to. Hopefully we'll either, I mean, I would love to talk to the head of the Galactic Federation. If not, I'll settle for the spokesperson. I mean, it's not terrible to be just the spokesperson and have that person interviewed, but it's much better to have the you know, the actual leader of the Federation, but that probably isn't going to happen depending on, you know, timing and everything, how it works out. You never, <laughs> you never know how it works, but we're hoping that that pans out here on Chewing the Fat. So follow me on uh, social media, Twitter at JeffyJFR, Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. And so if it happens, um, you'll know it. Also, speaking of past shows uh episode 659 i talked to peter mcindoe from birds aren't real and uh he said that he was possibly uh, coming to texas and you can listen to that interview as well uh, episode 659 of chewing the fat uh they were just released uh, a post where they are coming to texas birds aren't real or holding rallies in dallas on the 4th of august and in austin on the 6th of austin they're going to have assemblies at 6 30 at night they're going to march at 7 p.m so exciting news for the birds aren't real people i may have to go i haven't decided whether i'm going to go or not but if peter's in town we may have to talk to him again and see how that whole birds aren't real movement is coming along so paris hilton is upset i know you don't want to get paris upset so she is uh out promoting her new netflix series cooking with paris i don't know if that's going to have anything to do with her sexual videos but it's possible doubtful i know but possible and she uh she's all wound up because uh the other day it was reported that she is expecting her first child and I guess the socialite turned businesswoman uh, was not happy about this report, saying that she was expecting her first child. I don't know why, but she wasn't. So these rumors were starting to spread, and she wanted to shut them down. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, this rumors of her being pregnant, she was not going to have any of that. All right. So she sat down on her podcast, This Is Paris, and she said, I'm just over it. I'm sick of people making things up. Yeah, you don't want people making things up, Paris. You've been so truthful. Well, actually, she she actually has. I mean, we've seen her, we've seen her porn videos and her, her boyfriend videos. So these false pregnancy reports are old practice in the tabloid world. But in the age of women's voices being heard in the post Me Too era, such rumors are perceived differently. Oh, okay. In fact, 
Renewed interest in Britney Spears, one of Hilton's friends and her conservatorship case, also exemplifies the new lens in which female celebrities are reclaiming their own stories and being heard and believed. Oh, okay, no problem. Look, let me tell you something. This is Paris speaking to Variety now. Uh, the industry has changed over the past few decades, okay, since uh, <laughs> since I've become a tabloid magnet. <laughs> I've been scrutinized for every move, okay? Oh, sure, I've, sure, I've capitalized on all that stuff. <laughs> sure, I, I've made a, a pretty good living and, uh, gee, some would say an empire uh, built on, you know, the media and the paparazzi following me around and false reports, stuff like that. But when I started out in this industry, Paris speaking again, I had no control over anything. Oh, really? You didn't have any control over it? She noticed that women were just vilified in ways that men would never be. Maybe for dating someone, for the way they live their life. Women have always been talked down on. And if a man did the same exact thing, no one would say anything. Oh, okay. Um, no problem. Because you were, I mean, wow. Think of what you could have done if you weren't you know, capitalizing on everything that you did, <laughs> right? All right. So she revealed that she was undergoing uh, IVF treatment uh, back in January in hopes to have children in 2022. Yeah, because you got to plan it out. You want to know exactly when the kid is being born. In fact, you want to know what kind of kid it is and what he's going to look like and if it's going to be worth having. Am I right? Yeah, of course I am. Um, I'm just waking up to, well, it's not true okay it's annoying paris again that people can just make up something like that about someone (laughs) yeah yeah it's just annoying isn't it paris so anyway i just wanted to let you know listeners of chewing the fat if you're not listening to paris's podcast this is paris and you're not looking forward to the netflix series cooking with paris just know that she is not pregnant. Okay? <laughs> okay. Good. I mean, look, if you're an influencer, now is a good time for you to start hawking your wares. Uh, apparently, it's a good time. Right now, uh, influencer marketing is expected to grow more than 30% this year, which would put it over $3 billion. I mean, that's, hello, uh, I would like to be have, get some of that influencer money. Me. Jeff Fisher, chewing the fat. So I know that uh, the marketers all reduced influencer ad money during the pandemic, which really should have worked the other way. They sh- during the pandemic is when everybody was paying attention to all the influencers. But what do I know? But now that the economy is roaring back, is it? And travel influencers are able to do their yoga pose on a mountain. Right. Uh, they're expecting that uh, the influencer money is going to come pouring back in <laughs> according to this though the influencer marketing money is still a small small item on the uh, on the company's bottom line so that means that if you're 
spending, you know, if it's only $30 billion being spent, that's not enough. They're looking at uh, maybe spending $60 billion in the next year or so. That's good news for influencers. So get ready for all your influencers that you follow to be hawking a lot of stuff. And, I mean, I just want you to know that uh, I'm not promising anything, but you never know. A Ron Popeil item could show up on chewing the fat at any time. I know. I know. You're welcome. So it looks like NBC is uh, starting to get a little worried over the uh, TV ratings that uh, have been plunging for the Olympics. Now, the advertisers are the ones that are really starting to get a little shaky, a little sweaty. What's going on? Nobody's watching, and we spend a lot of money for these commercials. Uh, so we'd like to know what's going on here, NBC, and we may ask for some of our money back. That's what NBC doesn't want. So they had, remember we talked about 17 million viewers tuned in to the opening ceremony, which was down 36% from the 2016 Rio Olympic numbers. But they claim that those primetime numbers have increased since the opening ceremony. Have they? But okay, we'll go, we'll go with you. I mean, the advertisers, I guess, spent one, oh, you know, over a billion dollars, 1.2 billion on the games. So they'd like a little bit of uh, ROI on that, uh, my friends, just a little. But uh, they're concerned about the decline. So they're, you know, questioning and NBC's like, don't worry about it. We're fine. We've got the streaming numbers and everything is okay. Do you have the streaming numbers? Because they're saying that the Tokyo, Tokyo Olympics is up 25% from the Rio Games and 41% up from the Pyeongchang Winter Games in 2018. However, I would like to say that in both of those previous Olympics, um, streaming wasn't as prevalent as it is now. I mean, even within those three years, from 2018 to now, um, streaming is even more prevalent than it was in 2018, in my estimation. Uh, More people, you know, that's how they view what they view. Now, they claim that... (laughs) I know that we reported. I don't have it in front of me right now, but I know that they reported that across all the NBC platforms, they had like 7,000 hours of programming, Olympic programming to air. Now, maybe that's the total amount of Olympic programming, Olympic events. So maybe that's not all of what NBC was going to air, but that was the total amount of event time that the Olympics had. But across all of their platforms, they were going to, I mean, they're covering damn near all of it. Now, according to this, 735 minutes have been streamed by viewers. Now, 735 minutes ain't that much. And you, you can quote me on that, okay? I mean, come on. 735 minutes? That's a binge watch of a show. That's barely the Olympics. I mean, 12 hours. Isn't that about right? 
That is not that much, NBC. But you keep trying to you keep trying to hawk your wares. Okay. The latest update on the medals as of this recording: the United States has thirty-eight. Japan has. Oh, Japan fell down to number two. Wow. Uh, China jumped up in front of Japan and has 31 total medals, and Japan has 25. Wow, Russia has 28. So Japan fell down to number four. Oof. Dropping fast. But gold medals, we're looking at uh, China and Japan tied at 15, and the United States at 14 golds. So, the next closest, Russia, Australia, have eight golds. Great Britain and the Republic of Korea have four. And everybody else is under that. So, that's the latest count on the Olympic gold count. And really, that's not all we care about. So, just tune in to Two in the Fat. I'll give you the totals every day and then you'll be good to go. So, you know, I always talk about the uh, three... Headlines and a lie from the morning email that I get from the morning brew. They had me today for just a split second. Uh, just a split second. Usually I read the, the four headlines and I, you know, I know right away which one is the lie. Only I saw the one headline that, I, that I, they had me for a split second. I went, oh my gosh. And then I thought, wait, that's not real. And it's not. So the three, the, the four headlines... That they call three headlines in a a lie. Uh, The first one was Robert Downey Jr. Says this vegan cheese startup puts the eco in queso. And uh, apparently there's a, uh, he probably has funded a bunch of money into this, but uh, it's called uh, Nobel Foods. They make dairy identical cheese without the need, without the need to exploit cows or the environment. Oh, okay. So it comes from what? Well, we use and we recreate the genetic code of casein. It's a milk protein and it's in soybean seeds and grow plants. So something gets uh, harmed in the making of this. But okay, you got me. All right, no problem. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. You can't quote me on that, too. If it tastes good, I'll eat it. The second headline, uh, Ethereum founder, Avidlik Butterin, is to be paid in Ether, Ethereum, uh, for his role as monocle-wearing Lord Castington in Miley Kunis' NFT animated series, Stoner Cats. And I thought, okay, I I believe that. I believe that. So... um, And that's exactly what it is. He's going to play this Lord Castington on the Stoner Cats. It's an animated series which needs an NFT to watch. All right, it's got Miley Kunis, Aston Kutcher, Chris Rock, Jane Fonda. They're all going to be paid in in, uh, Ether or Ether or Ethereum or whatever you want to call it. And uh, I guess the show aims to educate people about crypto and was edited out to suit the ethereum founder oh that's good i mean good for them and then the uh, the next headline was justice department seizes rare ancient tablet illegally auctioned to hobby lobby and i already had that story and we even talked about it earlier on this show and i thought you know i already knew that was true 
And but the first head, this last headline is the one that's a lie. I, I'm not even going to make you pick today, okay? Because this is the one that got me. This is the one I read before I read the other three. Had I read the other three first, I would have known that this one was the lie. But I saw this first as I was scanning the email, and I thought, you have got to be kidding me. The headline is, and then I realized, and they ha- I'm telling you, they had me just for, you know, that split second before I realized, wait. And then I looked at the, then I looked what I was reading, and it was the four headlines or the three headlines and a lie. It's actually four headlines and a lie, but whatever. And uh, so I read the headline, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh. Bakersfield man banned from Walgreens after duping workers into getting his ninth Moderna dose. (laughs) And I thought, are you freaking kidding me? And then, like I said, I realized, ooh, Jeff, no, pay attention to what you're reading. That's not true. You know what? I've been kind of thinking about the breastfeeding story i know i should have let it go (laughs) i should have let it go i'm sorry but when the mother said breasts were made to sustain your baby's life before they were made to bring pleasure to any other man woman partner or spouse is that true i just can't, can't seem to get that get past that um, I don't know that that's true. I'm thinking of the whole Adam and Eve thing and what was happening in the Garden of Eden and, you know, that kind of thing. And I just was wondering, okay. I mean, I'll give you that their sole purpose or you know, one of their purposes, uh, your breast, is to make food and dispense it straight into the baby's mouth. And there's nothing weird about it. And there's no difference in me feeding my baby with my breast than you feeding yourself with a spoon. I got it, and I'll give it to you. And I don't care. You can do it anywhere you want, at any time you want. I don't care. I I won't look at you in disgust. I won't even look at you sideways and frown and shake my head. I promise, because I'm okay with it. I believe that it's a beautiful thing. I think mothers should do it. If they can, I think that they should do it. However, I can't let it go that... (laughs) (laughs) that they were made to sustain your baby's life before they were made to bring pleasure to any other man, woman, partner, or spouse. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess that line is true. It's not necessarily the, the way it happened, but that is the way that they were made. That's not the way that they were necessarily used. Anyway, (laughs) I'll let it go now. Sorry. Okay, let's take a look at the numbers of the COVID-19 coronavirus numbers of the, in the USA. I'm really, you know, the uh, Delta variant panic porn, pandemic panic porn is really starting to get to me. And so we have 35,492,860 total cases. We have 5,370 new cases as of this recording. And 38, I'm sorry, 39 new deaths, new deaths, 
Uh, we have 628,137 deaths. If you believe that those were all deaths from COVID, well, it's sad. However, we uh, on all the people we have in the U.S., we have 5,370 new cases, and half the country isn't vaccinated. That doesn't seem like a lot, but okay. I'll give you that. Uh, there's the numbers anyway. There's the numbers. But I was looking at some of the stuff that's going on now, uh, all wrapped around COVID. So the end of July, July 31st, the federal eviction moratorium that protects millions of renters is set to expire. They claim there's about 11 million Americans are at risk of losing their homes. Wow. Unemployment, extended unemployment benefits of an additional 300 a week will end in early September. 25 states have already ended the unemployment benefit. Additional food stamp benefits that give some households about $100 more a month will end September 30th. And starting October 1st, student loan borrowers have to start paying back their federal loans. Okay. Also, as far as the... uh, as far as the vaccines go, I see where Pfizer is going to start uh, charging a little bit more. That's good. Uh, we want to pay them a little bit more money for the for the vaccine that that we created. So, and they're also <laughs> they're also saying that uh, you know with the fueling surges across the globe with the Delta variant, the company thinks that the third booster shot will be needed for extra protection. Okay. And it plans to ask the United States, I mean, the U.S. regulatory approval, they expect to say, hey, you know, we need regulatory approval for this third booster shot. How about how about we do that? Oh, by the way, um, you know the doses that you bought before for the country at $19.50 a dose? Yeah, uh, we're going to go ahead and raise the price for that $24 uh, vaccine. You don't mind, do you? (laughs) No? Okay, good. Oh, you do? Well, never mind. Tough. Uh, That's what we're doing. So if you don't like it, tough. And you better get vaccinated too. All right? If you're unvaccinated, you're an arrogant, selfish SOB. That was Geraldo Rivera. Charles Barkley said uh, that, uh, uh, hey, you uh, you need to get vaccinated, and all sports leagues should uh, mandate and force the players to be vaccinated. Okay, if that's what you think, no problem. Netflix said that they're going to require vaccinations for all actors on U.S. productions. Wow. And Zone A personnel on its U.S. productions. All right. There you go. Uh, according to this, it informed its production teams and partners that it will be requiring vaccinations for everyone working in a zone A, which consists of the actors and those who come in close proximity for them. Wow. Okay. Um, the new return to work protocols are agreed upon by the Hollywood unions and major studios. Uh, good for them. Good for them. Google has now postponed the company's return to the office by a month and a half. They said, ah, don't come back. Uh, You don't need to come back till mid-October. Really? Yeah. Um, 
we're rethinking our whole workplace plans anyway. So just hold off and work from home until mid-October. Oh, okay. Last week, Apple said uh, it's return to office date. Why don't you wait? Uh, well, maybe you can come back in October. We don't necessarily need you back now. But they did just restore all mask requirements in all the stores for staff and the customers. And they've updated their timelines for uh, their health data. And they want to decide they, they don't know when they're going to let uh, all the people back. It's just out of control. So you don't plan on going back to work at all. Okay. We don't know when, you're, when, when we want you back. But we do know. We do know that you better come back vaccinated. Okay. And that's one of the reasons I'm guessing that they're pulling back their come back to work time giving everybody time to get vaccinated. <laughs> I mean, holy cow. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, President Biden is going to announce all federal employees are going to need to get vaccinated. Oh, you know what? You don't have to get vaccinated, but you're going to have to get tested every hour, and we're going to put a big yellow stamp on your forehead. It's not quite that bad. But it's going to feel that way. They're saying uh, tested once a week and, uh, you know, you're going to have to wear a mask and be socially distanced from everyone because you're going to be one of the unvaxxed masses. Yeah. Remember when it used to just be the unwashed masses? Yeah. No. Oh, no. If you are now part of the unvaxxed masses, we don't want anything to do with you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. No, we don't want anything to do with you now i know that um employees at facebook morgan stanley goldman sachs wells fargo and united airlines have uh said that anyone coming into the office yeah you're gonna need to be vaccinated um yeah uh, well, no, I, I, what if I have a choice? Hey, sure. You have a choice. You have a choice to whether it be vaccinated or not come in the office. <laughs> and you know, if we want you back in the office and you're not vaccinated, see, you're not going to have a job. Okay. And then I see a, a tweet from, um, you know, a, a tweeter, uh, one of the tweeters that I follow that says, so a dear friend refuses to get the vaccine. She says she respects my decision not to be around unvaccinated people and asks that I respect her decision not to get vaccinated. I'm sorry, but I can't respect such a selfish decision that impacts others besides her. Am I wrong? Now, my first answer to that would be yes. But the next uh, follow-up tweet on the thread is from the same person saying that she's an active healthy 46 year old lawyer so i guess she thinks she can survive covid she hasn't given me any medical reason other than she's not injecting her body with the vax she's out and about socializing but says she's masking so this is foolish it's hard to fathom is it is it hard to fathom okay now the people on this thread who have responded to this are amazing No, I've tried to be respectful and understanding, but here we are again. We're being held hostage by people unwilling to do the right thing. 
I mean, you're going to get, if you are unvaccinated, if you think that you have the, I talked about it yesterday, I talked about it this morning on Pat Unleashed, if you are a person who believes that choice matters in America, um, boy, your days are numbered, my friends. Your days are numbered. You've got the mayor of New York telling you, uh, you know what, we've been we've been nice. We've been nice. But the time for nice is over. We need to, you just need to get it done. You got the governor saying, go door to door, get them in the car, get them and get the shot in their arm. Uh, the president is telling people, I, you're not as smart as I think you are if you haven't got the vaccine. So, I mean, get vaccinated. And if you're one of the unvaxxed masses, oh yeah, no man. We don't want to talk to you. And to be honest, I don't even want to see you. To be honest, I mean, really, just go away. Uh, you can be over there, maybe, behind that curtain over there. But if you want to stick your head outside of the curtain, you need to be, you know, you need to have the vaccine. And you need to be fully vaccinated. And then you need to, you know, prove that you're fully vaccinated to me. Okay? If you can't prove it to me, ooh. No, stay behind the curtain. We don't want to see you. Okay. <laughs> and soon it's going to become, oh, you're one of the people we had to make get vaccinated. Oh, yeah. No, we do not like you anymore. No, but I got the vaccine. I, I, I did what you what you said I you wanted me to do. Yeah, but we had to we had to make you. <laughs> we had to force you. <laughs> we had to we had to drag you out of your house and give you the vaccine you didn't do it on your own so we don't even want we don't want anything to do with you now we don't want anything to do with you then we don't want anything to do with you now that's coming that's coming and sad i'm it's very sad to say but i think it's coming so watch yourself make your choices but uh get vaccinated (laughs) yeah if you want to have anything to do with anybody in America anymore, <laughs> get vaccinated. Okay? Right? Right? Don't turn away from me. 